This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe better help is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with better help. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, I am still talking about adult children of emotionally immature parents, a book written by Lindsay C. Gibson, and we left off sharing some of the symptoms that immature adults tend towards. And what I find to be the most interesting about these symptoms is they're almost paradoxical when we think about it. Because in my experience, emotionally immature people are emotionally reactive, despite their fear of authentic emotions. So by being people who learn that expressing or even experiencing deep feelings can be shameful or punishable, the anxiety and defensiveness they feel against their initial reactions to things actually cause the issues they're trying to avoid because of the reactivity and defensiveness. And because of this fear of genuine emotion, it can cause emotionally immature people to be killjoys. My parents were super supportive in this aspect, but my dad was definitely a realist in the don't get your hopes up. And because my excitement and enthusiasm was often dismissed, I learned that that was a safe way to respond to my own enthusiasm. And as much as that nuance can be helpful when dealing with inevitable disappointment, it can be really detrimental to a child trying to develop their tastes or enthusiasm for things. But in my experience, emotional and behavioral differences are pretty easy to spot in emotionally immature people 
What I find to be a little bit more difficult for me is the intellectual differences. Because if your guardians grew up in an atmosphere that was full of anxiety and judgment, they probably learned it's safer to resist complexity and to think more narrowly and to the point. Because that's the part about repressive or punitive family environments. If you were taught not to develop that opposing ideas can exist all at the same time, the idea of free thinking is nearly impossible. Because as we develop, we're supposed to start thinking more conceptually. This allows us to solve problems with logic and reasoning rather than with our impulsive knee-jerk reaction. In fact, when we're teenagers, the idea that we think about our own thinking is supposed to be a major part of that development. But if you were raised in an environment where intense emotions and anxiety go hand in hand, it is natural that you have a decreased ability for this higher level thinking. This is why a lot of emotionally immature people are more literal and they don't really understand nuance. And it also causes confusion when we meet people, especially our parents, who are sometimes really smart and intellectual and problem solvers, and other times they're super impulsive because they felt threatened by the topic. But regardless of how their emotional immaturity shows up, whether that be emotionally reactive or lacking objectivity or fearing emotional intimacy, it can and will make our close relationships really difficult, especially when it comes to their children. And the book does share a ton more examples of emotional immaturity and how it can affect their relationships. Many of these examples I will be skipping through because they're more evident and more commonly discussed, but one of them really spoke to me because it was written in a way I had never seen before, at least in this context. But it says, if there's anything emotionally immature people are keen on in relationships, it's role compliance. Roles simplify life, and they make our decisions more clear-cut. And as parents, emotionally immature people need their children to play that proper role, which includes respecting and obeying them. Role entitlement is this attitude of demanding a certain type of treatment because of your social role. A lot of the times, parents will do this because I'm the grown-up, that's why, as a means to exempt them from respecting boundaries or being considerate or kind or emotionally responsive to their children. And this often leads to role coercion, which occurs when people insist that someone else live out a role because they want them to. And this is one I think often gets confused with boundary setting, but it's a way to try to manipulate people into behaving as we'd expect their assigned role should. For instance, parents that force their kids to act a certain way by not speaking to them or threatening them or rejecting them or getting the other family members to gang up on them. There's often a ton of shame and guilt that goes into trying to get someone else to fit into the role that you have assigned. And in my experience, it's because these people are deeply seeking emotional intimacy, but they're not able to do that in a mature way. So instead, they're actually creating more of an enmeshment. And intimacy and enmeshment can superficially look pretty similar, but they are absolutely very different. In emotional intimacy, two individuals with fully articulated selves enjoy getting to know each other on a deeper level, building emotional trust through mutual acceptance. Through the process of getting to know someone, you discover and begin to cherish the differences that you have. Emotional intimacy is something we all deserve and crave, and it feels good for both people. But enmeshment, on the other hand, involves two emotionally immature people who seek their identity and self-completion through an intense, dependent relationship. And it feels certain and predictable and secure, but it does involve 
both parties to play a certain role. So if one person does try to step out of the implicit boundaries of that role, it tends to cause anxiety in the other person that is not manageable. And enmeshment is one of those things that's a slippery slope because it does have that false sense of closeness and security and confidence. But in reality, it's manipulative and it doesn't allow people to grow into their selves. Instead, it demands that both parties stay in exactly the same emotional state and physical state so that both parties can remain comfortable in this relationship. And unfortunately, that's not how real connection works and it's not how humans work. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about the four types of emotionally immature parents, but today I really just wanted to finish up with some of those symptoms and dive a little deeper into the difference between connection and enmeshment, because I have definitely fallen victim to that before in certain romantic relationships, despite being lucky enough to avoid it with my parents. Either way, I will talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. I love you so much, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye, cutie. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.